welcome to a very spooky show. Join us as we take you on a journey through our favorite frights, some scientific experiments, and terrifying trivia. I am one of your curators for the evening, Elijah Pyramid Head Steel. And with me is George Nemesis Loftus and Austin the Necromorph Heller. Welcome to the Frameskip Halloween Special. What's up, fellas? How's it going? Oh, uh, you know, just just being a necromorph over here, Elijah. Feels feels good. <laughs> uh, I could have gone with Alma, who was an, which was another one of my choices. So be happy with necromorph, Austin. <laughs> Alma is Spanish for soul, so I think that's cute. Alma is also the ghost little go- girl from the Fear series. Don't love no. that. No. Um, so that's not cute. You're saying interesting. That's it's funny that they gave such a not cute thing such a cute name. It's almost like irony is like an underpinning force of the universe. The juxtaposition what? is fantastic. Yeah, real talk. I remember seeing like footage of fear on G4 TV when I was in high school. And I just I didn't believe it was like a real game. Like I was just like, there's no way a video game will ever possibly look this good. That was like my first like f- like jaw on the floor moment was seeing just like, wait, you can like shoot a dumpster and your bullets will stay in the dumpster like the holes will like stay there and they won't just like disappear and like you can shoot the cans off the tables i don't know if any of that stuff was like ever in the original game i never played it because i didn't have anything that could play it but god i played the first fear last year for the first time yep last year and uh still a good game yeah yeah it holds up pretty well on pc at least um I I need to finish up the two expansions that came out as their own game for the 360 because I'm I'm pumped to start Fear 2 and 3. You were really mad about one of the expansions, right? Didn't we talk about that? I think there was an episode probably where you were frustrated with the well, first expansion. All I remember is you said something about they leave in a helicopter and then the in the expansion yeah. the helicopter crashes. Literally, <laughs> the expansion starts 30 seconds before the game ends. So there's like 30 seconds of the final cutscene that plays as the opening, as part of the opening cutscene. Yeah, like it literally was just a continuation, which I thought was cool, but I probably was mad about something. Spoilers, it's like how the end of Born 2 is actually like the middle of Born 3. When those movies yep. were coming out like 15 years ago, you're just like, this is incredible the way they condense time and space. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, though. Fellows, we are here today to talk about horror and scary stuff and Halloween because it's that time of year. So I want to get started first with talking about our favorite scary, spooky Halloween themed game. We each brought three to the table. Now, one thing I will say about mine, these are not necessarily my absolute favorite because everybody knows I love Resident Evil. Resident Evil 4 is one of my all-time favorite games. Resident Evil 7 is... I'm not even mentioning Resident Evil. But one thing I'm going with, with the ones I chose, is I love what they do. I love what they bring to the table. And that's part of why I love them. So I figured I'll just get started. And my first one is Layers of Fear by Bloober Team. This is not very long. I want to say it takes like two two and a half hours to beat the game 
but you play as a painter who comes home and basically psychologically travels through his own story and you find out his history and it's really creepy and it's basically a spoopy walking sim and it's so incredibly well done the soundtrack lives rent free in my head forever and I, I absolutely love how it's handled You've talked about this game a lot, and I've always been curious to try it out. Have you ever tried the VR version out of curiosity? I haven't. It's actually on sale right now. I want to pick it up because of how much I love the game. I That VR version has me in its sights. Man, horror games in VR are like fascinating, though. That's like it's just such an interesting way to play yep. because it's like you can't look away necessarily. No, and... th- that's exactly right. Like I have Blair Witch VR made by the same company and <clears throat> i turned on the game got to the like start menu and i'm like i can't do this right now <laughs> because <laughs> like i turn it on and it's creepy and i got my dog next to me and there's a tv on and i'm like i don't care that it's 7 start menu is too right intense now. uh even though if i like i don't have the actual game itself yet but i know i could easily pop that in and play it so I'm very curious about Layers of Fear. Very curious about Blair Witch, too. I'll have to wait until uh, noon on Saturday to play that one. Yeah, until it's very bright outside. Exactly. Austin, what's the first game you're bringing to the table? Okay, so I... Um, honestly, I didn't really play too many horror games when I was younger, or like spooky games. I played like the Resident Evil series, and, and that was kind of the extent of it, but... um. I have to go with like probably what is in my new favorite horror game, which is the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, yeah. Which is just, to me, I, honestly, I feel like that game is perfect. It's um, the way that they took that game in. And 4 was pr- prior to the 2 remake. I'd say Resident Evil 4 was my favorite Resident Evil game, followed by the original 2. And um, just the way that they took that game. And and honestly, like it, it is a true remake in every sense, where it's you know, it has the same rooms and stuff, but it's it's a completely new video game, essentially. And so um, it plays differently. It's got all completely new mechanics. And, and the way that game plays is so intense and scary and creepy. And um, I just remember, you know, I think I played Leon's campaign straight through pretty much when I bought it. And then last year, I think, was when I finally went back and played Claire's campaign. And I just adore that game. It's it's um. It's it's very scary and the the atmosphere and and uh, Mr. X chasing you and and just playing with headphones on and and hearing those footsteps like you can tell that either they're above you or you know to your side or wherever it may be it's it's the atmosphere of that game is fantastic. I genuinely don't know if I can think of a single bad thing about that game. No, I I don't have any. That's the crazy about that thing. Game. Yeah, I can. What it's George? A little, it's a little too scary. <laughs> not 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 a fan of, of things that are a little too scary. <laughs> and actually, that's part of what I'm excited about for this episode. Is I know you're not into like the super scary stuff. Oh man, yeah, God, you're gonna be real disappointed with my list. I tell you what, <laughs> I, will, I will never be disappointed with you, sir. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, I gotta ask you guys though, because I'm not super versed in resident evil like at all so on the original like playstation and i guess like with the gamecube remakes and stuff 
Uh, was two regarded better than three? Yes. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know but, three was regarded highly, but two was yeah. like the pinnacle until four. Gotcha. Right. In, th- in that case, then, uh, I guess, like, currently then, is the disparity between two and three, like, proportional, like, to the remakes? Like, is two considered that much better than three in the remake? Because I, I know, like, two is regarded as the better of the remakes. Like, that's, like, a holy crap game. And then Resident Evil 3 came out. It was just kind of like, this was probably too soon. Right? Well, after, the- after two. It's not even so much that it was too soon. There are parts of the original three that were cut out of this new one that were like important parts of the game. And that's what makes like you can beat it in like five and a half hours, which didn't bother me, but it should have been longer because of what should have been in the game. Like there is an entire sequence in a clock tower that's like a famous part of three that Mm. isn't in the remake. Okay. Yeah, and I haven't played and, three yet, and I I want to. I have it, um, but I think from my understanding, the thing is with two is that it is it is one to one. Like yes. there there's nothing that was cut out whatsoever out of two, and in fact, yeah, they added true. stuff. Yeah, um, and the and the added stuff felt so natural right. to the game, and mm-hmm. so I I think that's the issue is that with three and and I think from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, Elijah, but they took, um nemesis and made it a little more scripted and stuff yes. too which nemesis used to be completely yeah. unscripted like the entire game uh yeah. but one thing to keep in mind supposedly there has been a leak about a nemesis edition of three which would add stuff in oh that's what they did that's what they did with the original game right or was it just resident evil 3 nemesis it was resident evil 3 nemesis oh, okay sorry um but it would add st- like more stuff into the game like content that wasn't in the original one like the original re- part of the remake mm-hmm. um and apparently i didn't read it but there is a new update to three which kind of gives a little more credence to it okay so i'm hoping i will gladly play through three again i've played it like five times already i put like 30 hours into three which is a five and a half hour game cool. george let us hear what your first game is all right. Uh, as previously discussed, I'm not super into spooky games. I don't like being scared. Um, that said, though, I love Autumn. So I was going for vibes with my list. Uh, so the first game on my list is Firewatch, which I actually think Ooh, has yeah. some has some spooky vibes to it because you absolutely does. You are brought to monitor uh, potential fires in this like national forest. And it's just you and uh, this woman who talks to you on the radio. And there's strange things afoot in in your little region that you're supposed to monitor. And man, that game is awesome. It's super fast. Takes like, what, three hours to beat, maybe? Yeah, something like five. Like it's three to five. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like sit down in one or two sittings and just sort of bang it out. But like, I just think it's incredibly well acted. I think it's very pretty. Uh, Rest in peace, Campo Santo. All right. The people who made that because they were brought into 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 Valve. Um, Yeah, Valve. And worked on uh, Alex, Half-Life Alex. Um, but man, Firewatch, love that. That game just makes me feel like I'm like I'm in fall. Yeah, that is a great game. And like you said, it absolutely has very unsettling vibes for a large amount of the game. So I I wholeheartedly agree with that choice. It's okay, so one for one game. so far. One for one, feeling good. For my second game, I can't talk about it too much just because neither of you have played it yet but 
you know I've got to go with Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> because, like, when I said these games bring something special to the table, I mean it in that I have never played a game like that before or since. I don't know, man. 20 minutes in, I feel like I've just uh, hit the space bar a lot. That's all, that's all I've really the, done so far. For the first hour and 45 minutes of the first playthrough, you will feel that way. And that's, <sighs> that's what makes what happens. You play through the game three times, basically. <laughs> I like it, but, oh, sorry. All I can think of is like Michael Caine right now, like at the beginning of The Prestige, explaining how a magic trick works. He's like, there's three parts to a magic trick. First <laughs> is the presentation. Second, the turn. <laughs> you know? If I could do a good Michael Caine voice, I absolutely uh, yeah, would. Yeah, that, that was the best I could do. But like, you're like literally just explaining the magic behind this game, as a lot of people have, without giving it away, which I find very impressive. Um, and And that's yeah. just it, like, you play this game three times, but each playthrough is a different length because each playthrough is technically a continuation. And the first, say, it, I want to say it took me two hours to beat the game on the PlayStation version. The first hour and 45 minutes are, this is some high school drama BS. And then it takes a turn. And then it, you're like, okay, man, it's something weird as I continue. Oh, it's just normal, but wait, no, it's not. And then it takes another turn and it goes off the rails. It is one of the creepiest games I have ever played. And I say that, George, you've played the first 20 minutes. And I sit here saying it is one of the creepiest games I've ever played. That's that's the turns it takes. That's what makes it so special. And the hard thing is this re-release, specifically on console, I don't know how it is on PC, loses a very large chunk of what makes this game special. Legitimately, the best way to play this game is the free Steam version. I think that's pro that probably has something to do with it, right? Because like... Uh, the fact that it's free, it feels like a creepypasta, right? That is just like, it's so, like, here, take this piece of software. Like, it's it feels haunted because it is free. Right? It like, it, it's like a monkey's Slenderman. paw thing. Yeah, the exactly. Stuff like that, yeah. Let's just yeah. say, there is a very good reason they wouldn't have you pay for it. And a lot of that is lost in this new version. And... <laughs> it 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 needs to be played by itself to understand what that means. The new every version burns your money. Of, yeah, every time someone talks about this game, it, it feels like they find a new way to be ambiguous. They find a new way to be like cryptic, and they find a new way to be like, "No, you don't understand. I've been dead for ten years. Like the game <laughs> has been inside me." using me like a meat puppet. Like it feels like that's like sort of what we're building up to. Like are I you trying you... to are you trying to ring us right now? Like is is this like that movie The Ring? I want you to think of something. I got Seth to play this game and at the end he loved it because of how wild it goes. That's pretty impressive because Seth doesn't love anything. Especially games I recommend. 
<laughs> Let's just be real here. <laughs> yeah. I've got a Obviously. horror game for you. Elijah's taste in video games. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, cl- I'm clanking my drink to the microphone for, for Seth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I cannot recommend that game enough. Like I said, the first hour and 45 minutes of the first two hours is high school drama BS. But it's worth it in the end. And is it right when school starts? Is it fall? Is it fall season? Does that it, make this, does that make this game fit twice? <laughs> it is right right when school starts. Yeah. Well, would you look at that, Austin? Okay, bring us your number two. So this isn't technically like a horror game necessarily, but because it follows something that essentially you just had, I'm going to say Danganronpa, the first one. Oh, that um, game is creepy as hell. Yeah, because it's super creepy and there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in it. And I, I wouldn't necessarily describe it as a like a horror game, like I said, but it is very just, suspenseful. Right. And, and there's times where like you walk in on the bodies and they're like just these people have been killed in weird ways. And it's the like, man, first this is time of... you walk in on a body, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> no. I knew it was coming, Austin, and I wasn't prepared. And just to say it quick, that's one of the things I love, like. A scary game doesn't need to be a horror. Right. There is fear in thrillers. There yeah. is real fear in that. Oh, dude, there's a lot of fear on that game, too. To me, at least. It's like... I, I absolutely agree. You just never really know where the story's gonna go. And then, like, even at the end, like, just the ending itself is like, oh, God, what can of worms did we just open? And, um... That's another one I would have chosen if I just went with, like, my highest rated games. Yeah, um... It's a fantastic game, and and with it coming out on Switch, the collection, I'd I'd recommend everybody play those those mm-hmm. those games if you haven't already. And of course, they're available on pretty much anything. But um, yeah, I mean, they're just you know it, when I when I first played them, you know, they are pretty similar to Ace Attorney in some ways, um, as far as like the kind of court based stuff. But Ace Attorney is more lighthearted. These games are like full on. They're like, dark. Br- they're brutal. Yeah. So. Um, they're really good series but specifically the first on one. vita i'm excited i might nice. actually play it that's where i played it for the you first time absolutely yeah. should after doki doki literature club yeah i was about to say like <laughs> i gotta play one game recommended by everyone i've already played seth's final fantasy 14 <sighs> um it's a big it's a big ask <laughs> like, it is <laughs> it, say, if that's it makes you feel any better uh by the time i like the first time i played doki doki by the time I had it fully beaten, it was like just under five hours. Still also a big ask, but less than a MMO. So I guess I, I guess I got nothing to really complain about. But also, George, what is your second? Uh, my second, again, I don't like spooky games. Costume Quest. It is just super adorable. Um, I feel like that type of game was gone for a long time. And like you'd kind of get it from Nintendo every once in a while. But with diminishing returns, like the Paper Mario series itself just became, I think, less interesting and less, I don't say competent, but I will say good. They became less good (laughs) over the years. No offense to Super Mario sticker All-Stars or whatever, like the 3DS one was. That that game just like broke me. And Color Splash on Wii U was was terrible. Um, I would say, honestly, from what I hear about that DS one, all offense to it. Yeah, that game sucks. Yeah, I uh, did not love it. Um, but like Thousand Year Door is great. N64 one I've played a, a little bit into. I know, I know Coach is super into it. Um, it just like that style of RPG was just gone. 
And Costume Quest did a really good job bringing it back. And it has, you know, like that, uh, that Tim Schafer humor. And it's just great. Uh, I think it's super fun. And it's about like these goblins, I think, that <laughs> use Halloween to invade Earth because everyone's dressed up as monsters anyway. So they just kind of think they blend in and a group of kids are onto them. And it's just super cute and really enjoy it. I really need to go back and continue. I started probably the first one. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed what I played of it. I just need to go back and continue it. I, I, I hear they're not that long. It's uh, first one's not. It was it was really cool. This is I think a really special time from from Double Fine before uh, Microsoft bought them. Not that they've been like a bad developer since. I've heard great things about Psychonauts too. But like they did this game. They did um oh God. What was that game where you play as like the Russian nesting dolls? Um. Oh God, I don't remember. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't think oh, of the name. God. Yeah, God, they made that. They made like a really idea. interesting um, tower defense game too, or, uh, like horde mode style, where you were playing as like a mech in like an alternate like World War One stacking. That was the name of the game. The, the oh. nesting dolls. Yes, yes. Okay, and but I want to hear about this mech one. The mech one. It was like a, a <laughs> like an alternate history World War One where you could use mechs and you could like set up. Uh, defensive things to like repel horde mode, but the game had a name change because it was like too close to something else. Iron Brigade, formerly Trenched, is what yes. it was called. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just mission now. A really interesting time for for Double Fine, and then Costume Quest uh, continued that tradition. And it was just like, especially it came out in an era where like the PSN was not flooded with games every week. Yep, and there was just like one or two, maybe maybe even three things that would come out that'd be like worth your attention. And it, it just stuck out because of that. And it was just like, Oh, Hey, cool. Here's a game for less than $59.99. Uh, don't mind if I do check that out. I think it was $14.99 when it released. And it was just, I don't know. I love playing in college and I would totally play it again. Awesome. My third game is it's not even officially out yet. It's still in early access, but it still has all my love. And it's called World of Horror. <laughs> it sounds spooky. Is it a horror game? It is a horror game. What, <laughs> what, what, is what it a geography it? game? <laughs> no. It is a Dungeons and Dragons style horror game that meshes HP uh, Lovecraft and Junji Ito. <laughs> okay. What type That's of game is it? It is a straight up RPG that George, turn-based or action? Turn-based. It is like, it it is basically a computerized paper RPG, like paper-based RPG. I will have to send you a trailer for this. It's it's super cool. It's basically like playing an old, like old old D and D game. It's I want to say you can put it up to eight bit. It is awesome. And I love this game so much. Uh, I cannot recommend it enough to people just because they don't, this type of game doesn't exist. And it always starts because I think the longest run I've had is like 25 minutes before I end up dying. And then the game resets and gives you like four possible missions and you start with one and then after you complete it, you do another one. And you don't even necessarily necessarily have to beat the mission. You can fail the mission. It's like, all right, well, you can start another one now. 
Um, and it is find a find a weapon, possibly uh, go to a store. Uh, I'm going to check this door. What is my skill check for that? Oh, it's this. You open the door and there's a head laying in the toilet stall. Uh, lost, lose five sanity. Huh. It like it it is straight up like D and D style, and I absolutely love it. That is pretty cool. I'll I'll have to show you guys a trailer then because it, like I said, it 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 doesn't that kind of game doesn't exist. Right. Austin, what is your third? I'm gonna go with an interesting one, and and by the way, this list is aside from. Resident Evil 2, it's kind of just like games that I really like horror game-wise, so probably kind of similar to, to how you made your list, Elijah, but... There's one um, I'm genuinely surprised you haven't put on this list. After he says what his game is, after this, can we both talk? Because I have an idea. Like, I have a guess, too. Yes. Okay, so... I love this game and the experience I had with this game because I played it with you, Elijah, and with Seth, which is Dying Light. And that nice. game I, is probably like kind of an unexpected choice for me, but like I adore it is Dying Light. That game, game, to me, when that game came out, you know, it was like a February or something, and like there was nothing coming out on PS4. And I just remember we were all like, okay, well, we'll, we'll try it, you know, like it'll, it'll yeah. be a fun experience. And I just completely, completely fell in love with that game um, going through and exploring the world and what well, you know when nighttime comes and you have to get away from the um i forget what they're called but like the the special oh, God, enemies that like chase you down and and never stop hunting you like relentlessly bug me now yeah. yeah those those things were terrifying <laughs> <laughs> i never played the game i, wa- I watched yeah. a friend play it and like i had like secondhand terror just from like watching that thing it was it's, just it's a good thing we didn't get the collector's edition of the game how come the three hundred and fifty thousand dollar collector's edition? Oh, one of the things it came with was a life size statue of one of those like nighttime ones. <laughs> um, I just have such good memories of that game because, like I said, we we would play it so frequently together, and um, again, it was you know exploring that world and and volatile our arsenal. Yeah, volatiles. It's just a just a really really good game, and I I hope that two ends up being the same caliber because um, one was just so good, but two has had like a really rough development cycle. So I'm not holding out too much hope, but I hope it lives up to my expectations. Well, so I, I need to know though, what was your guess as my game that I haven't put on? Mine was Alan Wake. Mine was Bloodborne. Okay, so. If I would have gone down my yeah. just list of favorite games, favorite games three, four, and five would have been my list. Resident Evil 4, Danganronpa, Bloodborne. <laughs> so my other three that I was thinking about choosing were Until Dawn, Bloodborne, Alan Wake. Wow, look at it. Wait, so we're that's, good. that's what I had written down. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I, like, with this, I understand there's horror, but there's also like aesthetic, right? Right. Oh, like, yeah. Bloodborne, Bloodborne maybe isn't like a scary game. But that is a Halloween ass game, right? <laughs> like, that, that. So when I went to Netherlands, because I absolutely love 
the art in Bloodborne. I love it with a passion. Like, I can't think of another game whose art I love more. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Netherlands, to Amsterdam, I fell in love with the architecture there, the buildings. And I couldn't explain why until somebody got hired at uh, Gorilla Games and they were being uh, interviewed by someone. And they said, what do you love about living in Amsterdam? And he said, I love the buildings. It's like not depressed Bloodborne. (laughs) And And I'm like, that's it. It's literally like the architecture in Bloodborne. Look, man, that's you, why you, I you, love those buildings. You want to have your cake needed too? You want to have like this neo-gothic aesthetic without giant demons <laughs> just swinging swords the size of, of pintos at you? I'm sorry, man. You can't do it. You got to have both. You got to have both. No, like Bloodborne is absolutely a horror game. It from head to toe. If yeah. getting grabbed by one of those things that has a bag. <laughs> nah. I ain't about that life. Oh, dude, I hate those things. Oh, my God. The first time <laughs> it happened, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, you want to get kidnapped? All right, here we go. <laughs> George, what is your third? Uh, My third, again, I don't like spooky games, so I went with vibes. Uh, I went with Skyrim. Like, I think Skyrim is a great fall might be a better winter game just because there's so much of the land is covered in, in snow. But like I, I grew up in Maine. Elijah, you're from the Northeast. Um, Austin, you've been to the Northeast. <laughs> a lot of Skyrim feels very familiar. Uh, just seeing yeah. like dark foreground with snowy backgrounds and dead trees everywhere with leaves falling in certain places. And there's just like the odd swamp, you know, just... Uh, <laughs> So just true. Pop, popping up out of nowhere and you know giant woolly mammoths and and 12 foot tall giants who could just hit you into the lower atmosphere like all that game feels so familiar um and one of those is set <laughs> hey got him <laughs> yeah get away from his paint can was it a paint can was that the uh water jug? woolly mammoth was it a oh, gas okay. can gas i think it was a gas can <laughs> a gas can on the top of what a, what was it camp camp Susqua mountain oh that's right susquehanna was that (laughs) camp susqua yeah okay um i don't know i i think there's just something incredibly romantic about that game and like there are some spooky parts to it i think when you're going through like dwemer ruins when you're fighting daedra um there is like this weird sort of occultishness that is uh, in the dragonborn dlc where you're very much going into hp lovecraft like worlds that don't makes sense but it's clearly like your mind trying to patch it together just to prevent you from from losing it i think there's a lot of great stuff about that game and like even just like walking around um i get jaded the more i play that game and i just like fast travel everywhere but like man when i first start like a new playthrough i just love walking everywhere it's just so cool to walk through such like a big detailed realized world that is like perennially the same time of year every year no i agree and like you said there are there are creepy sections of that game i the fully chitin, agree the, the weird chitin things you fight those little giant yeah. not little they're huge oh yeah is, is that like how you pronounce it i always i always pronounced it chitin uh i think it's chitin like uh that's like a, that's like a real thing oh that does, okay. does give me some fall nostalgia too with that game just because it came out 
obviously november 11th that's like the easiest release date to to remember oh but yeah no i remember grabbing 11, that game 11 11 i remember grabbing that game and going straight to to ake's place which is a bar in burlington and because it was dollar pbr night and i did oh, that God, i remember like, you telling that story too yeah just to see friends and it was like you know two blocks away from the GameStop that i bought it at just and it was pull just a like, copy out of your pocket yeah just pulled it out and like open up the map <laughs> and like showed it to people Check at the bar out, guys. being like hey guys like i'm about to leave because you all suck compared to dragons <laughs> oh, god T- 10 years ago 10 years ago this november yeah that's crazy i didn't even think yeah. about that yeah it's crazy been that we haven't gotten another year. elder scrolls in the last 10 years yeah man i kind of want to go back to that game me too. I'm probably gonna get the legendary edition or whatever when it comes out yeah. like if it's a if it's a new trophy list i'm probably there Honestly, yeah, me too. Also, I know we're not talking about games we played this week, but uh, hey, Elijah, guess what? What? I got five platinums this month. I am so proud of you. My name is yeah. Mayo. My name is Mayo Vita. My no, name is Mayo I did not. I did not. My name. I only got. I got in real games. <laughs> like three of them are real. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. But my goal, I I want to get to a hundred by the end of the year. It is October twenty sixth as we record this. I'm at 85. I think I can do it. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. You've got this. Yeah, but I just, I don't want to. My name is Mayo. That's the problem. <laughs> we'll see how you feel about that when you're at 98 and it's uh, December 31st. <sighs> oh, all right. Yeah, fair enough. Now, boys, George, boy, George, <laughs> do you want to lead us in a seance? <laughs> you proud of that one? I don't know yet. See, that's how I know I went to school with, like, a whole bunch of people who didn't listen to the music I liked because no one in high school once called me Boy George. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. They probably don't play a lot of uh, Boy George on 105.5, the Bear FM. Not not a I, lot of that on, the, on country stations. I guess they uh, didn't really want to hurt you. No. Didn't want to make me cry. George, um, beat us. All right, so as Elijah alluded to at the beginning of the pod, we are also performing some scientific experiments tonight. And one thing we did for the season is gather ourselves, compose lists of games we wish to bring back from the dead. I don't know if you could like make my voice echoey in post, so I'm going to do my best to, to reverberate right here. I'm proud of you. From the dead. God, I wish you could see his mouth when he did that. Goodbye, Dwayne. Yeah, it was very, very <laughs> wide. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> That's my go-to vampire voice is That's him fair. pretending to turn into a vampire. Uh, so fair. we all prepared lists, um, and we're going to perform a seance. This is us reaching out to... The realm beyond, trying to find the wayward spirits of these game franchises that we once held so dear, trying to bring them back into, into the present, into the real, into the, the physical that we can touch, experience, love, and enjoy once more. Um, so I will kick things off. Tonight, we are here to contact the spirit of F-Zero. We gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that we may shepherd this lost game home. F-Zero, guys. The last game came out, the last two games came out in 2003. We got GX on GameCube. We got GP Legend on GBA. That was 18 
years ago. Where is F-Zero? Do you want it back, yes or no, Elijah? Absolutely. Austin? That was one of my seance games. So welcome to Seance Part 2, F-Zero! <laughs> F-Zero! <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, dude. Why is F-Zero not a thing? It's We have so many Wipeout games. Yeah. We've had... Uh. Fast Not enough rate. Wipeout games. Actually, Wipeout almost made my list, too. <laughs> well, we've had that. We've had, um, what is it, Fast RMX, I think, is the one that's like on yeah. the Switch that's like very similar to F-Zero. Where yeah. is F-Zero? Why do we not have F-Zero? Uh, it's a crime that the last two Nintendo consoles have been high definition, but we are yet to have a single F-Zero game on either. Yeah. God, how cool would it have been to have an F-Zero game on Wii U? Right? Oh, I would have. Adored that. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Would have been sick. <laughs> ah, all right. Um, moving on. Um, Austin, I'm going to kick it to you. Here's the incantation. You, you, you already did. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, Elijah. Yeah. F Zero. <laughs> F Zero. Elijah, there is the incantation in the chat. Please. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what I made my name <laughs> for, for the recording. <laughs> tonight we are here to contact the spirit of skies of arcadia we gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that we may shepherd home this lost game skies of arcadia why have they not touched this beloved rpg since it was re-released with added content on the GameCube. Don't worry, Skies of Arcadia still lives. Even in Valkyria Chronicles 4, you can play as the two main characters. <laughs> wait, 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 really? Yes. <laughs> okay. Vice and Ica are in Valkyria Chronicles, even the newest one. They are characters you can have in your party. But the actual Skies of Arcadia, nowhere to be found. What gives? I know so many people who want to play this game. I, I what's it's going okay. on? Sega? It's okay though, because at least the game is like two hundred bucks on eBay, right? Yeah, I was gonna say at least you can like spend half your paycheck to play it. I mean, that's that's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we talked about emulation recently. Like, this is one of those games where like we're not condoning emulation, but like we also, get it. you can't you can't act surprised if this were a game that were I don't know torrented and then burned to a cdr to be played on a dreamcast like i don't know who, who would possibly do something like that i'm just saying i wouldn't be surprised if you use certain applications to extract the rom file and then burn it just the a, disc to a gdr yeah I, I wouldn't of be the dreamcast version goes for 99.99 that's a just, cd you're paying 99 dollars for a cd just the discs because it was two for gamecube are 129 Sega, what are you doing? You what see you this doing? big price? It's because people are paying it. <laughs> people are paying hundreds of dollars for this game. Put it out for 30 bucks. I Give me more Skies of Arcadia. Give him more Skies of Arcadia. Oh my god. I oh think God. our seance worked, guys. Our seance yeah. worked. We our seance worked. We summoned from, from the beyond. We summoned something. And now, since the seance worked, partially, we've got Coach here. Coach, I'm kicking it to you. What, what game series would you like to bring back? Please read the incantation. 
Tonight, we are here to contact the spirit of Golden Sun. We gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that we may shepherd home this Lost Game series. Golden Sun. (laughs) Just a side note, would anyone else have just lost it if he said (laughs) F-Zero? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Coach, F-Zero was the first one chosen. (laughs) Yeah, George and I both chose F-Zero as the first one. Not at all. We did not discuss that whatsoever. (laughs) Nice. You really want F-Zero, man. (laughs) So why Golden Sun? Why Golden Sun? Well, because it was, I remember when I first played it on the uh, Game Boy Advance, that was like the beginning. That was the second RPG I ever played after um, uh, Super Mario RPG. And I just fell in love with it. Golden Sun was so good. Yes. Easily one of, I never played the second one, but easily one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games. That's a series I've never played, actually. That's that's one I need to play at some point. It's it's super good. I really like it. It's like one of the few times Camelot has made like a non-sports game, like a non-tennis or, or golf right. game. Um, there's this one podcast I really enjoy called Into the Aether, and they're just like a good, good video game show. And uh, for their kickoff of season four this summer, they played through like hundreds of Game Boy Advance games, and they made a list of like their top ten favorite. And like the top five favorite of the show, and one of the uh, one of the hot takes on that show was that the RPG for Super or yeah Mario Golf Advance was the better RPG than uh, than Golden Sun, which like I can oh, see God. an argument for. I still think that's ridiculous because Golden <laughs> Sun is really good, <laughs> but it's it's a hot take, Coach. I well, that would be a fun one to play. I have that uh, physical. Um... And right. I think the first one was also on the the first uh, Mario Golf, the where it's RPG. I think it was Game Boy Color, which was the the first one. But gotcha. I have a Japanese copy of that. Yes, look at you. Oh man! All right, uh, I believe that brings it back to me. Yeah. Uh, the second game I'd like to bring back tonight. We are here to contact the spirit of Crimson Ooh. Skies, High Road yes. to Revenge. We yeah. gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that we may shepherd home this lost game. Crimson Skies, what a game. Weird oh, alternate good. history, 1930s, Xbox, original Xbox, was one of the first real use cases for Xbox Live and just multiplayer mayhem. It feels like the mummy. It feels like early 2000s, high-octane Y2K energy. Love that game. It's just got a good good vibe about it bring that series back microsoft come on so so good easily my favorite og xbox game easily it's it's incredible all right i believe that uh makes it austin's turn all right george get get ready strap in are you right you ready here we go tonight we are here to contact the spirit of mag Yes! We, <laughs> we gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that may we, we may shepherd home this lost game. Dude, why why do we not have a mag game? Why did why Mag, we have mag become, game? Why, why is there it, a free-to-play mag? Right, why? right? Massive action game, it would be a massive action seller. That's what I know. And it, yeah, have fun, have fun <laughs> with it. Bring it back. 
have fun with your hundred people in Fortnite, you 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 dunces. We are having two hundred fifty six. Yeah, that's right, two hundred fifty six yeah, multiplayer yes. games back in two thousand ten. Uh, that game right? was yeah, yeah, it was two fifty six. That that game was um so ahead of its time, and I mean, just thinking about it, it <laughs> the gameplay was not perfect. It was a little janky to be fair, but I still had so much fun with that game. I still, aside from maybe Battlefield 3 and 4, I think that's the most fun I've, I've ever had in a, in a multiplayer game. Um, one, of, one of my all-time favorite games, and it's sad because I can no longer play it. So yeah. give us a mag too. <laughs> give still, us a mag too. I still occasionally buy a copy from a game store where we'll sell them for like 99 cents just to have copies of mag. Yeah. Someday can, you I'll play, have... can you even play it all, like, nope. by yourself? Nope. Like there, there's but not even someday, like a bot mode. Someday I'll have enough copies to play all 256 by myself. Just <laughs> <laughs> do it in land mode, yeah. Oh, gosh. All right, Elijah, what's your next game? Tonight we're here to contact the spirit of condemned criminal origins. We gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that we may shepherd home this lost game. Condemned criminal origins. God, give me a condemned three. I, I love Condemned 1. Like, that is in my top 20 all time. That game has... It's a big part of my gaming history because I got that, like, right after the Xbox 3... Because I got my Xbox 360 for Christmas. Like, two days after... Or five days after Christmas, I went and picked it up on the day it came out. Nice. And... Wait, sorry, that game came out after Christmas? It either came out after Christmas or just before. Maybe okay. maybe it was because I got it the same day as Dead or Alive 4. Maybe Dead or Alive 4 came out that day. Okay, because I'm just like, well, that's bold to like release a game in December, but after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, w- one of those games, one of those two games came out on December 30th. Yeah, but that's also, that's such a 2000s move to happen. Yes, it is. <laughs> it absolutely is. It's like, you see all this gift card money you kids are getting? Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. Condemned 2 was good, but it wasn't anywhere near. Okay, according to reviews, it is better than one. I didn't enjoy where the game went much more action-oriented and, like, even had multiplayer. But, like, just give me more of that series, please. Yeah, I hear you, man. X-Men Legends 1, better than X-Men Legends 2. I'm with you. There we go. Sometimes the first one's better. Not always, but sometimes. Coach. All right. Game number two. Number two. Tonight, we are here. To contact the spirit of Rogue Squadron. Of course. We gather oh, to man. seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that we may shepherd home this lost game series. Rogue Squadron. Now, with the fact that there is a uh, emulator of the N64 type on Switch, maybe just maybe EA will kind of, you know, make sure that it's running good and give us Rogue Squadron, the first one, and Battle for Naboo. That would be amazing. That would be incredible. It's so weird. I had the, I had made a list. I had like 15 games that were, I needed to cut down to three. And so I was doing research on all these games to see like, okay, when was the last time this a game in this series came out? And I was reading the Wikipedia page and it said that like there was almost a compilation of the Rogue Squadron games bought to Xbox. Yes. Like the original Xbox. 
And dude, if that had happened 110%, these games would be playable right now on your Xbox Series X. And they'd have like updated functionality, all that stuff. They'd have upgraded textures. Like, oh God, there was one dumb decision made in 2000 that prevented these games from coming out. (laughs) Ugh, it's the worst. Well, there's a remaster that's already finished. Oh, for the Wii? For the Wii. It's already finished. Like, just produce it and, you know, you could put it on the three systems, you know, and PC if you wanted to. I know uh, Mm -hmm. you would have to kind of change up the controls, but... You know, still, I feel like the, I feel like that's the easy part at this point, right? As opposed to like doing it, yeah. You know, as opposed, as opposed to like actually doing the remake. Well, Factor Five is doing stuff with like Netflix. Um, they're doing like they, uh, yeah. yeah, they're doing. They some, brought Hulu to the Switch, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you never know. Hopefully, but now that it all has opened up to you know Star Wars games has opened up. Hopefully. You know, behind the scenes, they're getting stuff ready to uh, get some stuff for us. That's right. Okay. Oof. My third game, my third game, my third game. <sighs> All right. I'm okay with this. Um, tonight, we are here to contact the spirit of Mod Nation oh, Racers. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was not expecting that at all. We gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of software so that we may shepherd home this lost game series. Um, there was a bunch of games I thought about putting here. Guys, I love kart racers. And like Mario Kart 8, I think is like legit one of the best racers the last 15 years. But they also haven't done anything to update it in the last like seven years. I want a game with some updates. I want a game with some DLC. I want a game with a little, just a little bit more connectivity, a little bit more interactivity uh, than, than Mario Kart. I want, I want something not quite like Fortnite, but like, I want something that's like a little bit bigger. I want something that's like a little bit more of an online experience. I want Mod Nation Racers. I think that game is super cute. I think Sackboy's Racer, Sackboy Kart, whatever that game was, was a huge mistake. Never should have happened. Uh, Instead, they should have doubled down. I don't think that you can, comfortably end this series with the last installment being like the Vita game, which like wasn't what people wanted on Vita anyway. So like, I don't think you can just close the door on this franchise yet. The PS3 one is really good. Um, did they, they brought it to PSP as well or something. Did yeah, it they was on did. PSP and Vita. Okay. Yeah. I never played the PSP one, but I just remember playing the PS3 one and like the online connectivity, just not really being there. and. Well, that um, it, it was super long loading and like you couldn't race people in real time which was like right. sort of the expectation and they didn't reveal until the very last minute that you couldn't race people in real time instead it was like asynchronous like racing against their ghosts which like i understand that's like the best you could do especially like remember everything we thought was possible and like you like just thinking about 3g now it's like a miracle that you can even send a text you know right. over over 3g uh, so I don't know. I think you're. I think the game was probably too ambitious for its time, but that is not a reason to closet it. I think we got to bring this series back. Austin, what is your series number three? Okay. I don't think any of you have a connection to this franchise, so this will be fun. <laughs> Austin, there's already Monster Hunter games coming out. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you got it. Tonight, we're here to contact the spirit of... Ape Escape. Ape Escape. Woo! 
nice. we gather to seek guidance from the spirit role of software so that we may shepherd home this lost game. Um, Ape Escape is, aside from Metal Gear Solid, my favorite PS1 game. Like, I straight up adore that series. And um, the same goes for 2 and 3. I think they're fantastic, fantastic games. And I've been just craving a new Ape Escape for so long. And I know that, like, I guess not too many people actually have like much of a connection with this franchise. I think a lot of people don't maybe enjoy it quite as much as me, but I just love the the kind of innovation of the using the analog stick to to control your weapon. And I thought that was a, a super cool kind of way to play that game and um, just would love to, to see Ape Escape come back. And hey, Sony needs a new platformer. I guess they've already got... Um, uh, Astrobot, but man, I'd, I'd love man, to see. Can you Ape imagine that Te- Team Asobi making an Ape Escape game? I know, dude. I I would cry if they announced that. <laughs> uh, honestly, I've never played. I tried downloading. There's like a, a real time strategy one that came out on PSP, oh, um, but I tried downloading. And, Ape and Quest. I such, yeah, I had such yeah. a nightmare trying to get that game to work on my PSP that I just gave up. Uh, but the biggest connection I have to Ape Escape is. Uh, the ape from the game that's like been my avatar on PlayStation Network <laughs> for eleven years, <laughs> like twelve years. So maybe. it's ingrained. In yeah. So I just like I always think about like that open mouthed monkey. Just <laughs> well, was, it's such a cool franchise, and like the characters, it, it makes me think of like Pokemon a little bit, where you're like going around catching all these monkeys, and they all have their own like personalities and things that they do, and um. Just, just such a a fun. We and need. I mean, game. Like I know, Pokemon's often referred to as like baby's first RPG, and like I totally get that. Like, there's way more. Like, rarely default is on like the same system. You know, it's so, like there's no comparison between those two in terms of like RPG like depth or whatever. But like, there's something really nice about playing something like meant for younger gamers, but is still enjoyable. You know, it's like like a Pixar movie where it's like, yeah, it's made for kids, but like. There's stuff in there that an older audience can enjoy. And right. then I would just love, love like a, a Pokemon equivalent on PlayStation. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Fantastic. Agreed. Elijah, what is your third game? I don't think any of you would have ever seen this coming, but uh, tonight we are here to contact the spirit of Chrome. Chrome House. House. We gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of from software so that we may shepherd home this lost game. Chrome Hounds, which released in the middle of 2006, was basically a slower armored core. And I absolutely adored this game. I played it online so much. Like, I was part of the seasons, part of the wars they had online, trying to, like, get my army like get their points up get them to have the most land i loved this game sounds like a precursor to mag almost this sounds like a pretty cool game to me well this this was a third person robot mech tank game sounds i mean it's, it sounds cool those are words i really like in the same sentence i loved this game when the offline went or when the online went offline, there's still a single player to it, but the single player is basically like a giant set of tutorials for online. 
Mm-hmm. Like there is a single player mission structure, but the missions basically are just by the end of it, you know how to play the game, go online. That's interesting. So good. I just looked it up. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I had never heard of it even. So, um, but it's interesting that it was developed by From Software and um, yeah, they, they have a, a crazy track record. So I like how everything they do is either magic or robots, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or true. there's like the, the random stuff in between, like the Monster Hunter, uh, Poka Poka Village game on PSP and 3DS, which like doesn't even make sense why they made that. <laughs> Wait, Square Enix did that? No, from software. From software. From software. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now I need this. <laughs> <sighs> Coach, what is your final game series? Final game series. Okay. <clears throat> this recently had a, a very painful and horrible death. So tonight. I'm here to contact the spirit of Mario, Mario and Luigi series. <laughs> we gather to seek guidance from the spirit world of Nintendo so that we may shepherd home this lost, this recently lost series. What was the death? I, I, I'll be honest. I don't follow the series super close. The company that made the games went under. Oh yeah. yeah. What was the company coach? Do you I remember? forget. Is was it Dream something or I forget what their oh, that's so weird because those was. games were getting re-released on uh on 3DS, so I guess I assume they were doing fine. Well, the first one, yes, but I think the other one after that, not so much. Gotcha. Yeah, Alpha I don't Dream. think it, that's the... it sold too well. Alpha Dream. Alpha Yeah, that's the oh, company. Man. I bought all of them on 3DS, and I really enjoyed them, but I didn't know that that meant that the series was dying. Yeah, it's dead. So, well, it was cool. I never played it, but they did the the crossover one with Paper Mario. I thought that was pretty interesting. What do you think would will the series back into the universe, Coach? Um, I don't know. The fact that Nintendo sometimes is so out of reach with their fans, and their fans, like, people want this series especially like a brand new game on the uh on the switch would be phenomenal it would literally be phenomenal it would um so i think they just need to get someone who would develop it have someone just you know uh produce it from nintendo but outsource it to another you know developer that's young and up and coming that wants an an uh, a shot to to do something good, you know? All right. Well, crap, you heard it there. Nintendo, get your, get your S together and get us some more Mario and Luigi. Uh, I reached out to some friends of the show. I got their answers. No, we're not going to do the whole incantation, but uh, my friend, John, uh, he had two games that he cared about. Uh, one was Escape Velocity, which I guess was a space trading and combat video game series from the mid '90s. And the big one that I know is like his favorite game series of all time, uh, Suikoden. The last one was Suikoden Five, which came out in 2006. So it's been a hot minute since that game series came out. Uh, Fabio, who has been on the show, uh, the three he wanted back were Max Payne, Silent Hill, and Fear. Wow. Good ones. And uh, my buddy Colin, um, 
Uncharted is like his favorite game series of all time. And I counted that just because like we're sort of like uncertain about the future yeah, of yeah. that series. Yeah, um, I get that. And uh, SSX Tricky, which I'm just going to say the whole SSX subgenre, which uh, was absolutely on my list of games. Yeah, I want that series back, too. I miss arcadey sports games. That's like a big hole. We really don't get them anymore. Riders Republic is out soon. That's true. That's the thing. Like, I think I'm actually going to get that game just because it's like I, I don't I had NBA Street on my list, too. But like, I don't know if like that game series could be made today just because it was like such an amazing sort of blend of cultures like across different mediums that like I don't know if that game would have the same impact today. You know, NBA like, ballers. Well, that's the thing. Like, I just don't know if if it's as entwined as it felt like back in like the early 2000s. Um, but that's why like mod mod nation racers and and uh, F-Zero. I'm like, OK, these are arcadey games like I need something not semi. What was the uh, NFL one? I know it released on PS1 and Nintendo 64, but what? yes. Where it was like five on five, and the you know the dudes are just. Well, there's like, also there's also NFL Street. Yeah, yeah, that was like later on the next. Uh, yeah, yeah, the next gen, next console generation, next gen. Yeah, uh, no, NFL Blitz is great. Uh, NHL Hits is like one of my favorite sports games of all time. It's just like three on three hockey. Like that game's that game. That's like a perfect sports game. Um, NHL Hits 2002 specifically, I th- I thought was great. And uh, if you have a GameCube or an original Xbox or a PlayStation 2, I cannot recommend that game enough. Um, well, that is our our seance. That is our scientific discovery for the evening. Uh, so I want to kick it back to our host, Elijah. Thank you for letting me take all of us on a spiritual journey. It was fun. To end this episode, we are going to do a little trivia quiz Ooh. all about spooky games. So, fellas, are you ready? Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> to roll Number roll. one. A famous horror series that has a combined over 20 entries plus spinoffs had one title appear, appear on the Nintendo 64. What series was it? And for a bonus point, which entry was it? I would say Resident Evil 2 and the Resident Evil series. That was going to be my answer, but I was going to say Resident Evil 3 because I don't remember which one appeared on N64. It's, I'm pretty sure it's what George said. It's Resident Evil 3. So you are all correct. It is Resident Evil, but only Coach gets the bonus point. Uh, Resident Evil 2 was on the Nintendo 64. If I'm correct, okay, fun fact, uh, Factor 5 helped with the audio for Resident Evil 2. Oh, cool. Yes. I'm almost positive, like 99.9% sure that it was RE2 so they can they can get, capture what they did on the PS uh on the PS1 of course, which you have, you know, a lot more space. More space, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm cuz yeah, whatever. I I could go on forever <laughs> about Factor 5, but anyways, yes. Number two, speaking of Resident Evil 2, it also appeared on what out there handheld system, which had less than 30 games released for it. Hmm. All right. You had me until 30 games released. for yeah. it. Uh, I'm going to get I'm, I, I think I got to guess 
now. Was it the was it the Wonder Swan? I'm just trying to think nineties. What was yeah, it? I was gonna say the Wonder Swan, but I'm pretty sure there are more than thirty games on the Wonder Swan. What was Atari's? Oh yeah, name of <laughs> the links. You know, I don't think this is it because this was like years and years and years later. But I'm just going to say the Engage because I want to play into that meme. So thank oh, you. That's that is my answer. And Coach said the length. Yes. The I mean, correct... I really what? What? That's amazing. The correct answer is the Game.com, made by Tiger Electronics. I'm sorry, Elijah. That's a website. <laughs> I wish it was just a website. I actually have the copy of Resident Evil 2 for the game.com. Oh wow, nice. And there are less than 30 games made. There was like Madden, Mortal Kombat, like different stuff like that. I really thought it was gonna be a trick question and it was gonna be Game Boy Color or something, you know, where it's just like, well, it added color to older games, but really like there was only 30 original Game Boy Color, you know, something Game Boy Color like had that. Resident you just, Evil it, One Gaiden. It, it Gaiden. was a it was yes. a def, it was a different BS answer from you than the one I was expecting. Exactly. That's good. Okay, cool. Number three. What is the official name of the popular pyramid head enemy from the Silent Hill series? It's not Pyramid Head. It pyramid Kid. Poopy Tri- pants. Triangle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I've never even played Silent Hill. The correct answer is the Executioner. Oh, that's not nearly as memorable as Pyramid Head. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny, though. That is like if we just started calling Austin glasses. It's like, oh, there's one thing that <laughs> sticks out about this guy, yep. and it's the it's the pyramid on his head. <laughs> no one even notices the giant axe in his hands. <laughs> Number four, going into the movie realm, what real-life location was used as the idea behind the town of Silent Hill in the film? It was somewhere in Pennsylvania, and I don't know the name. Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's why there's so many chocolates in that game. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't think of the town's name, but I know it's in Pennsylvania. So that would have been a better question. Which state is the town for Silent Hill based off of? You gotta give us a, gotta give us a little bit more. Unless it's like Seattle. Unless that's the answer. The or- correct answer is Centralia. There is still, <sighs> there is still a mine fire burning underneath the town. God, Centralia? That sounds like a country in a JRPG. <laughs> so true. A couple of these answers you would know if you remember stuff I've talked about on the podcast, such as what PS2 horror game was banned in the UK? Not Europe, just the UK. Siren? Oh, that's a good guess. Just trying to think of things Elijah likes. Um, I don't even the, know if I have an answer. Office, I don't know. Um... <laughs> the Office? The Office, <laughs> Fatal Frame. I I don't. Yeah, I don't have an answer. That's a that's a great guess. The correct answer is Rule of Rose. Oh, God, it was banned just in the UK for something that wasn't actually in the game, and then they just never took it back. Is it because they thought it was about the War of the Roses, and they were embarrassed to remind people about that dumb war? No. What popular horror series saw two of its three games released in the United States? Bonus point, 
which one didn't come to the U.S. And bonus, bonus, what is the series called outside of the U.S.? It's Siren. I have no idea. You want to give us a system? <laughs> PS2 or, and PS3. Or like a generation. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's, Siren. I can't think Siren. of another horror I game. just, I don't know what the, what it's, game did not Siren release 2. and all that stuff. Let's say Siren 2 is the one that came. Coach? No say. And does anybody have a guess of what this game could be called outside of the U.S.? Outcry. Death Nail. Well, well, you're all right, it's Siren. Okay. George is right, it's Siren 2. Only released in uh, Europe and Asia. And the name of the series outside of the U.S. is Forbidden Siren. I have no idea why the name changed, and I have no idea why the second one didn't oh, come. God. Because there was the first one on PS2, and then the third one on PS3, it was so early it didn't even have trophies, and it was a retelling of the first one from a different perspective. So Coach is winning with three points, right? Four no, points? you have three. Who's Actually, you and, you and Coach are tied with three. Suck it, Austin. He's right behind you, guess, too. Guess those glasses are just for decoration, huh? Here's another hard one. What horror series was created by Kenji Ino? I will give you a hint. There are two of them. Cool. Can you also remind me who Kenji Ino is? Nope, he's known for this series. I can tell you he passed away like five or six years ago. I'm just going to say Silent Hill, but I don't really know. I have no idea. I'm just going to say... I'm gonna say condemned. Um, I don't know. I don't play. I don't play horror games. <laughs> Coach was the closest because it has two games, but the name <laughs> of the series is D. It released on 3DO, PS1, and PC. D and then D2. Okay. Unfortunately, they didn't get to D3 where all the characters went to college. They didn't go to college. They actually went to a private school. Yep. That's why it was so weird that it was like the Junior Olympic team exactly. lost to a varsity team. Ridiculous premise. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> this one is very easy. This quote-unquote horror game was the reason the ESRB was created. Bonus, what was Nintendo's famous quote about this game? Oh god, it's your stupid FMV game. Night Trap. Night, yeah, I was thinking like Night Thrasher. I'm like, I think that's a Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> <laughs> it is too. <laughs> oh like, god, is that, I, is that the one he plays in Terminator? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's. It, uh, I believe it's Night Trap. Nothing, no idea about the quote. It is Night Trap. You all three get that correct. And the quote is: "This game will never appear on a Nintendo console." You can still see the quote today because it's on the back of the Switch cases for it. What? Yeah. <laughs> they put the quote on the back of the switch cases for Night Trap. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it was on the Switch? Yeah. It it even it came to the Switch, Vita, oh, PS4. Oh yes. Okay, I remember this. I remember Num- this. Number nine. Resident Evil 4 saw three major iterations. The first ended up turning into Devil May Cry. The third is the one we can play today. What was the common name of the second iteration that got shown off at E3 2003? 
So did this become a full game? Nope. Okay. I have no, literally no idea. <laughs> so before, I remember when it was first announced, they showed, I think it was Leon, and you saw ghosts. There was just a, a, a picture. But... Can you repeat your question? Resident Evil 4, Ghost. <laughs> what was what I was, was going to say I was going to say Bayonetta 2. <laughs> what was the common name of that demo that was shown off at E3? Man, I don't know. No clue. <laughs> the answer, the Hookman demo. Because Leon got chased by a man with a hook for a hand. So it was it has always been called the Hookman demo. Okay. It seems like a missed opportunity, personally. But <laughs> what horror movie based on a video game used footage of the game in the opening credits? Oh, the wow. Night Trap. Wait, There's say no that again. Trap movie. What horror question? movie based Night on a video game used footage of the game in the opening credits? So what is there's of course Resident Evil. Be, yeah, or, or, I think or it, Doom. Uh, is Doom a horror game? Yes, the first. I would yeah, say I give the first one is. Yeah, it's definitely the third one. Yes, the best Doom the game. Third one. Um, I, I, mean, it's got, I think it's got to be Resident Evil, right? Did Silent Hill have a movie? Silent Hill had two movies. Okay, that'll be my guess. Silent Hill. We've got Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Austin. What's yours? Yeah, I'm going to say Resident Evil as well. I'm not sure, though. George, we talked about this game last week. House of the Dead. Oh. It was a House of the Dead movie. It was absolute garbage. But in the opening credits, there was literally footage of the original House of the Dead game. I like how the entire premise of House of the Dead is like, what if we just shot a lot of zombies and like they just they just couldn't like execute that in a movie yeah. you know it's yeah. like it's like no we literally just need this to be like you know that scene in the matrix when they like storm the lobby of the building like we need that except instead of shooting stone pillars they're shooting zombies like that's really all we're looking for in this movie and they just couldn't stick the landing on that interesting this should be another pretty easy one what was the main antagonist of the game until dawn bonus you can get two points what are the names of the two PSVR spinoff titles? Wendigo. Um, oh, no. Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. And the... Oof. I've lost that one. The... Inpatient? Something like that? <laughs> Does anyone else have any guesses? I never play the game, so I have no idea who the villain is. I believe it is Rush of Blood is the spinoff. And I have no idea. Impatient sounds right, but like, isn't the Impatient, isn't that what became like the Dark Picture Anthology? I'm sorry, Impish is what I heard. It just made me chuckle. Sorry. So the correct answer is Wendigo. And the two spinoff titles are Rush of Blood and The Impatient. Okay. The Inpatient oh. <laughs> is set 60 years before Until Dawn, and it tells the story of when the Wendigos first happened. 
like you're in the uh mental hospital from until dawn as the wendigos like the miners turn into the wendigos i'm glad that i was able to pull that game's name like out of the deepest darkest depths of my brain because i was not even <laughs> convinced that that was actually a real video game <laughs> i almost have a platinum in it what movie tie-in famicom game is considered the predecessor to resident evil i'll even give you a hint it has the same name as a netflix original series the haunting of squid games um <laughs> Oh man, why do I not know that? I don't know. I don't have an answer. What's that uh that LucasArts game about the mansion? Maniac Mansion? Yeah, probably not that one, huh? Coach? No say. The Haunting of Hill Manor, whatever. What's that freaking show called? <laughs> the Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. You just combine both of them, I would watch that show. Okay, you're welcome. The, the correct answer series. is called Sweet Home. It was Alabama. a movie tie-in only released in Japan for the Famicom, and it's from the creator of Resident Evil. And Bro, Sheriff... we gotta work on your questions, all right? It is not golf. You don't want people to have the lowest scores, okay? It's gotta be it's gotta be a little more competitive. That's why no one watches soccer. That's why they like the NBA. I, they like I, points, okay? I told you some were hard and some were easy, such as in the Fatal Frame series, what is the object the main character uses to fight off ghosts? And for a bonus, what is the name of the object? Camera, camera. Obscura. Spirit camera. Yeah. I actually knew that one. What was it, George? I'm sorry? It's, it's the camera, and it's the camera obscura. Correct. Yeah, I actually now, knew that one. There was a spinoff on the uh, 3DS. What was the name of that? That's the one I'm thinking of, Spirit Camera. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. God, I, I want to play Spirit Camera. It's super expensive. Of course it is. It's a horror game. Can you still buy it online, though, like digital? I don't know, actually. Let's see. What is the name of the ship that the first Dead Space takes place on? Ooh. Ooh, I know U this one. USS. Ishimura, baby. Yeah, Ishimura. <laughs> Coach, do you have a guess? Um, I'd have to say the executioner. <laughs> <laughs> Knew he wasn't paying attention. I don't even know if he heard you two. Sure, well, boy. It is the Ishimura. Just for fun, do you remember what like caused the whole thing? The, the... wasn't that the mining a planet and unearthing like a yeah. The thing that was the monolith, yep. The thing that was ripped from 2001: A Space Odyssey, except it was red and twisty and exactly. Yeah. exactly. Well, it's that it's like the spire or whatever. Yeah. How many Silent Hill related games or experiences have been released on gaming platforms? And for a bonus, can you name the three that appeared on PSP? Uh, no, I can't. And um, <laughs> I'm gonna guess four. Wait, sorry. What was the question? How many Silent Hill related games or experiences have been released on gaming platforms? When you say okay. experiences, what does that mean? Okay, to give you an idea, PT is included. It is an experience. It's okay. not a game, but okay. it is a Silent Hill experience. All right. All right. We so can do this. Like let's, let's work together. We got Silent okay. Hill on PlayStation 1, Silent Hill 2 on PlayStation 2, Silent Hill 3 
on PlayStation right. 2. Then we got Homecoming, which also came out on PlayStation 2. Are we counting that on Wii as well? Because it's a different game. Homecoming didn't come out on Wii. I'll just put that there. Okay, well, uh, well, well there the is a Silent Hill. Oh, Shatter Memories. Shatter Memories. Yeah, Shatter Memories. Shatter Memories. Okay, we have that. We have the Vita one. Well, Elijah has just told uh, us there are three on PSP. So he gave us part of the answer. <laughs> yeah, there's also there's Downpour. Also PT. Wait, who's who's counting all these? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Saying all the names, how many is that? I don't know, I stopped Wait, counting at three. It's, it's as many as we said. Then there was also the HD collection. <laughs> I don't know, 11? I'm going to say 14. Coach, what's your guess? I'm going to stick with... I'm, I'm going to say four. I'm they just go named low. like ten of them. Right, uh, but if I go low and they go high, then I win the money. Because I don't I think this is right. Is right. Like, Coach, it didn't work what? for Hillary Clinton. It's not going to work for you. What? <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. George is the closest. There were 11 released in the U.S., there's only one that didn't come to the U.S. The total is 12. All right. Cons- considering I did 11 for the country that I live in, I'm going to count that as a win. I'm going to. The only it. one that didn't come is called, uh, what is it, like, Play Novel Silent Hill. It is a visual novel on the Game Boy Advance, including full motion video. I need this. But. The three on PSP are Shattered Memories, which also came to PS2 and Wii. Mm-hmm. Origins, which I think also came to both of them. And the Silent Hill Experience, which had six comics and 20 music tracks. I don't know if I count that as a video game, but all right. I didn't say it was. I just said games uh, or experiences. You did, you did, and games or experiences. And that's why the play <sighs> novel and PT are included. What PS2 horror game from Capcom has you playing with a canine partner? Dino Crisis? I actually That's a pet velociraptor, George. Don't know. I, I can't name a second. Yeah, I have no idea. From Capcom. <laughs> Got Resident Evil? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Dead Rising. Yeah, that, I, that was the was one. that on PS2. I'm just gonna say it because I don't know if it was or not. I know it came to 360, and that was like confusing because it was a Japanese game that came to 360, but Fallout? not to PlayStation. <laughs> I would count Fallout as a horror game. Yeah, yeah. spooky, it's creepy. It's definitely a, a survival game. You got the dog right on Fallout Four. Yeah, you got yeah, you got the was it dog meat? Was that was that his name? Yep, <laughs> mince meat. Yeah. The only console <laughs> Dead Rising for Spirit on was the 360. Haunting Ground. How could we forget Haunting this is Ground? Like, so this is a scam, Elijah. Good God. Yeah. All right. The one I'm about <laughs> to say, I literally... If you want my social security number, I'm not going to give it, okay? The one I'm about to say, I literally said earlier in the podcast. So, oh, in the first Layers of Fear, what is the main character's occupation? Psychologist. Uh, artist. Painter. Masseuse. I told I told you guys I got high before we recorded this podcast. I don't remember. 
The winner is Austin Painter. <laughs> well, I didn't remember. I could have said what Austin said. I'm like, yeah, like, can I Painter copy Bob. your homework? That didn't feel right. George is there. I didn't say I forgot. I just said I couldn't remember. <laughs> That's what Ash said in an episode of Pokemon when he was fighting in the Elite Four using Kingler. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> what horror game was removed from Steam for quite some time due to an insensitive comment about China's leader? This was all over the news. The gaming news. Oh. So. <sighs> South. That's not a horror game at all. South Park. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, this was this was last year or so, wasn't it? Yep. Like last year or the year before. I I don't even know. Oddly enough, now it's still not back on Steam. I don't think, but it's on the Switch. It's not Life is Strange, is it? Life is Strange is not a horror game. That depends. Yeah, it from could be. It's like pretty fair. Well, no, because there is one thing. There is one game that had like a Tibet flag, a, Tib- a Tibetan flag. Oh, yeah. And there was one game that had like a comment, and I'm confused. But that the, the Tibetan flag, that was okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, China gets. The Chinese government gets offended by a lot of things. Um, I looked it up. Is it Red Candle? That's the name of the studio that made it. Okay. Coach looked it up. Wait, oh, yeah. Are we allowed to look up the answer? No, no. And he even looked it up wrong. The answer is devotion. Devotion. Uh, it was all over the news because it got taken down because there was a Winnie the Pooh joke. I just want to be clear. It's not all over the news. It was all over gaming news. Websites. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. It was all over gaming news. <laughs> okay. Just want to be clear. I'm like, there's no way. Like CNN didn't cover that, did they? Like, did I really miss that? What popular co-op horror game have you playing as Ghost Hunters? Phasmophobia. <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters. Correct answer is Phasmophobia. And the last one. <laughs> what first party console exclusive game was set in Victorian England and saw you fighting werewolves and other creatures of the night? The Order of the That one almost made my, my seance list. Hold yeah, on, I have to. Me too. What did Coach just say? What did you say, Coach? Was it Assassin's Creed Unity? Or what's the one that you played? <laughs> that is a horror game. That I'd is say a, that's horror a horror game, game from what I hear. <laughs> or what's the one with the boy and the girl that they're twins? Syndicate. Syndicate, Syndicate yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Order 1886, still severely undervalued. The world mm-hmm. that game sets up is incredible. Yeah, bring that game back, too. Isn't that an easy plat? Yes. Yes. yes, very. I got it. I got it through a red box, rented it for a single day, and got the platinum and took it back the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Austin wins with probably more than he thought he'd get. Seven? You're correct. I'm now, right. I'm, I'm now answering how many, how many Three. Oh. Nine. <laughs> he got a few bonuses. It's because that, that until dawn question brought me back yeah. to life. Yeah, honestly, it is. <laughs> God, Until Dawn is so good. God, I can't wait till my copy of House of Ashes comes. Only a couple weeks now. <laughs> Even though it came out on Friday. Oh, man. Thanks, Bandai Namco store. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> but that... <laughs> um, I remember, like, freshman year of college, 
this is like the first year you could like go on TV station websites and like watch TV episodes. And so like I was never home on Thursdays at 8 p.m. because I was in college. I was out like trying to like meet people, just like doing stuff, drinking at friends' houses and whatnot. But like every Saturday I would watch The Office, but I'd watch it like at the end of the month and watch like four episodes of The Office every Saturday. And uh, this was right when Benjamin Button was coming out. And there was something wrong with like advertising back then where like the same ad would spam every single opportunity. So like there was a 15 second teaser spot for the curious case of Benjamin Button. And it would always start with some Southern guy going, how old are you? And then it would just cut to old baby Brad Pitt going, seven, but I look a lot older. (laughs) (laughs) And I would hear that at least 30 times every Saturday that I sat down to watch The Office. And so anytime I think of a number now, like anytime I hear a number, it's always heaven. But I look a lot older. <laughs> oh God. We, that was great. That was right that was right when Holly came to Scranton. So it was a, it was a great time to that, be watching that was, the office. That was a good part of the show. We are going to call it here for the day. Thank you for listening to the Halloween episode, getting some spooky facts and hearing maybe some games you didn't know about. Or Maybe you want to play now. Elijah talked about a lot of games I didn't know about in that last section. Yeah, <laughs> Elijah, <laughs> tell us when uh, Fatal for... Frame 4 releases on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Fatal Frame 4 is Never. not coming to the Switch. Sorry, 5. Fatal Frame 5 <laughs> releases the day before this comes out. God, so you're it... such a... That, that's like when a kid goes, can I go to the bathroom? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> can you? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at FrameskipPod for Coach and the Podcast at PurpleBird616 for George at SethThe90sKid for Seth, don't follow him at AustinJLer for Austin and find me at LocoLizardMan also find me on Twitch at LocoLizardMan, the reason I bring this up the day this releases I'm going to be playing some Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater uh, on Saturday the 30th, I'll be playing some Back for Blood, and most importantly, Sunday the 31st, on Halloween Day, I'll be playing straight through Condemned Criminal Origins starting at around noon Eastern time. Uh, going for the last two achievements I need. As for the podcast, you can find us on any podcatcher of your choice. Of course, you were listening to it now. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your family, friends, dogs, children other animals maybe you have a cool bird i don't know birds like to repeat things to people tarantula get yourself a good macaw and start whispering into its ear (laughs) frame skip podcast yeah macawcast yeah (laughs) thank you everybody oh get your questions in at frame skip pod on twitter or at frame skip was it frame skip podcast at gmail.com or bit.ly slash frames frame skip Q. Metro modern network underscore. <laughs> what is that? I've never never heard of that, Coach. No, another totally. game. You can also Retro hit up another game modern. podcast. You can also hit up Press Start to Play. All these. Oh all man, these former former endeavors of ours. Yeah. What what, oh, what was the super old one? Gaming Arena Central. Yeah. Yeah, gaming Back arena in the Central. Day. That's a good one. Talking that sounds like a GeoCities website. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And until next time, 
Have a spooky Halloween.